Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. News Radio 840 WHAS welcomes you to Jim Strader Outdoors, the area's leading authority on hunting and fishing. Jim Strader Outdoors is brought to you by Mossy Oak Properties Heart Realty. For the outdoor home of your dreams, call Paul Thomas at 270-524-1980. Gary Roman's Firearm Service Center. Linden Animal Clinic, your pet's best friend. Sportsman's Taxidermy. Visit them at sportsmanstaxidermy.com. A.N. Roth Heating and Cooling, a family-owned business with over 100 years' experience in the Louisville area. Wildlife Habitat Solutions. Check Jim and his team on Facebook at Wildlife Habitat Solutions. And SMI Marine, getting your boat back on the water in no time. To join in on the conversation, call us at 571-8484 inside Louisville, 1-800-444-8484 outside of the metro, and pound 840 for Verizon wireless callers. Now, sit back and relax and enjoy the next two hours of Jim Strader Outdoors. We came from the West Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the Western Stars. I've got a shotgun, a rifle, and a four-wheel drive, and a country boy can survive. We can skin a buck. Run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. Good evening, everyone. Welcome aboard to Jim Strader Outdoors tonight on this very hot. And muggy August evening. We are moving into the evening hours now, but uh, don't feel a whole lot of respite from the heat. However, things are, if you'll allow me to use the term, heating up. And what I'm talking about here is we're heading towards hunting seasons. Squirrel season opened this week in Indiana and Kentucky, and I have talked with folks all around the region about what they saw when they were in the woods. And I can tell you it was glowing reports start to finish. Uh, Almost everyone I talked to had their limit of squirrels within the first hour or two of their hunt. And while the nut crop is a bit mixed, some places have a lot of hickory, a lot of uh, gum trees, and pig nut, the hickory is the big thing that most folks really key on this time of year. Pig nut's in the same family, same category, of course. But in many cases, the pig nut has been cut out already, and they've transitioned to hickory. In areas where the hickory crop is a bit light, a lot of the trees are cut out. And in areas that have a lot of black gum trees, 
young squirrels really love gumberries, and they'll descend upon those trees. And, and uh, it's a challenging hunt when they're in gum trees. I can assure you that because they run the limbs, drop the berries. They don't stand there and cut on them quite the same way. They'll go to a exposed limb and and hunch up and, and uh, cut the hull on a hickory nut, for example. But uh, it has been indeed a great opener, and it looks to me almost across the board that the squirrel reproduction this time has been exceptional. And this is especially true of the gray squirrels. There's young grays of different sizes just everywhere you look, really, in woods that offer uh, the right type of habitat. They're just really abundant this time, and that, of course, uh, is a great thing for those of us who take this opportunity to get out in the woods and, and start the fall season. So I did want to report that for those of you who are perhaps getting ready to get out. It's time, and they are really, really active. I would be remiss in my obligation to you folks if I did not mention the very serious need to protect yourself from ticks. Um I mention this pretty frequently on the broadcast, but right now a lot of you are getting out and squirrel hunting. A lot of you are checking trail cameras. A lot of you are mowing fields, walking fields, uh, walking the edges of dove plots, getting ready to prep them. And the ticks are out there. And I must tell you, the onslaught from these tick diseases has gotten very, very serious in my estimation. Uh, there's all kind of diseases out there now. All of them are ugly. Lyme's disease, of course, is the one we're most familiar with, and it has hit a bunch of my friends, members of my family. Uh, there's other tick diseases that are out there as well. Of course, Rocky Mountain spotted fever used to be almost non-existent in this country, but it's here now. There was a pretty serious rash of of uh, incidents with that down in Grayson County here a couple of weeks ago. I know of several folks in Trimble County and Henry County that have uh, contracted Rocky Mountain spotted fever, and Rocky Mountain spotted fever is really serious. It will kill you, uh, in essence. Lyme's disease uh, tends to create horrible arthritis in your joints, can affect your heart, uh, rim wreck your general health, actually. And uh, so you want to avoid those in this new one, this alpha gale that's out there now. When a tick with that bites you, you can't eat red meat anymore. And I know several individuals that have uh, been infected with that here recently, one of them is on a property right next to a place where I hunt. So you can bet your sweet bippy Jim Strader sprays up before he goes out in the woods this time of year. Um, lots of folks are under the mistaken impression that applications of regular uh, insect repellent will work, especially if you douse your clothing heavily, but that's not the case. Ticks... Uh, can get by those types of repellents, you need something with permethrin in it. The permethrin is the main ingredient in the tick sprays that are out there. 
And the way I use it and the way I recommend you using it is to spray your boots, your socks, your pants, around your belt, your shirt, the night before, allow it to dry. You do not want this stuff to have contact with your skin. Uh, If you spray it the night before and allow it to dry, it's good for up to two weeks uh, after that. So I just definitely want you all to be careful out there. I know a lot of you are going to the field and in the woods now, and I don't want to see you get sick. So we will be back here in a few moments. I've got Gary Roman, Master Gunsmith at Firearm Service Center, in the studio tonight. We're going to talk about squirrel loads, squirrel rifles, squirrel bullets, dove loads, and, of course, as always, answer your questions about any type of firearm. We're uh, very interested, of course, going forward here about people's needs for squirrel hunting or dove hunting or any general firearm needs that you have. Gary's the man. He certainly qualifies as an expert. And those of you who listen to the program recognize that. All right, folks, we got to go to the first break. This break is presented by SMI Marine, 11400 Westport Road. Tim Addington and his staff are there to help you with any of your boating needs. They got a lot of Boats for sale, trade-in boats that they've taken in, that is, in addition to pontoons, bass boats, you name it, they've got it. Just remember, you'll never get soaked by my friends at SMI Marine. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back on Jim Strader Outdoors, as promised. I have Gary Roman, Master Gunsmith, in the studio. If you'd like to talk to Gary or myself tonight, the number is 571-8484 or 1-800-444-8484. Gary, you and I grew up in the era where it was squirrels, rabbits, quail, grouse, ducks, uh, geese, even. geese. <laughs> Sidebar, woodcock, snipe, yep. but we didn't have the deer and turkeys that we've got now. No, so my point here, squirrels were a big deal to us then. and That's where we learned our skills. Absolutely, and that's that's kind of where I'm leading with this because I still love to hunt squirrels. I really love to eat squirrel. To me, it's one of the most flavorful pieces mm-hmm. of wild game that we've got. But to your point, it does everything you need to teach you to be a good hunter. And it's it's a shame more folks don't start their children with squirrels mm-hmm. nowadays because it teaches you to be patient. It teaches you tree identification. It teaches you accuracy. Uh, it teaches you the importance of timing your shot uh, to the stealth. I mean, yeah, teach you how to be stealthy. So let's talk about that a little bit because there's a lot of ways to approach that this time of year. 
Yes, sir. You know, the old traditional method was go out and scout ahead of time, find what trees they're cutting, sit down right at break of day and, and allow things to develop and then start chipping away at your squirrels. And I use that a good bit, but I generally like to stalk and move around. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I got a good tree, of course I'll stay there. But uh, sometimes you can kill a lemon out of one tree, especially if it's young grays like we got running amok right now. <laughs> I mean, they're just they're really, really thick. And then if you're in fox squirrel territory, you almost need to move and groove because they don't group up quite as mm-hmm. uh much as, as the gray more, squirrels do. More territorial. Yes. But let's talk about that because there's applications there. I guess let's start with rifles because okay. uh, squirrel rifles have gotten serious. I've got a serious <laughs> squirrel rifle that you built for me. Yes, sir. And uh, a bunch of my friends I might add once they saw what this little deal is capable of. Let's talk a little bit about the the squirrel rifles and then we'll go to shotguns. Well, when when we were growing up, I mean, from the time you were six, seven years old, you were in shooting training. You start off with a BB gun, you progress to a twenty-two, and that was your your main toy that you got to work with mm-hmm. until you got big enough to handle a shotgun. And you learned accuracy. You learned how to, to obtain a sight picture. Uh, it was passed down from father to son, or grandfather to fa- father to son, um, and you became extremely accurate. And back back in the, the days that we grew up, we didn't have scopes. No, almost all my first guns were right. open sights. Yeah, so you had to learn to contend with scopes. You developed your instinctive shooting techniques um, because you had that gun pretty well lined up for you. You know, everything and looked at the sights. On the thing that was an essential factor, particularly with squirrels, and, and the amount of movement that they do within a tree, um, you learn to identify a proper sight picture. You learn to identify a clean shot. Uh, you found out that if you had a tree limb in the, the way that the bullet wasn't going to make it to the squirrel, at least not where you're aiming. Right. Uh, lots of factors involved there that. With our urbanized environment we've got, um, a lot of the the best areas that I had to to squirrel hunt in are now subdivisions. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a, you know, you you drive back through those areas now and you look at them and you think, you know. Makes me sick, I'll be honest with you. I mean, where did our, our heritage go on the thing? But well, we still have plenty of open land in Kentucky. It's being closed off to uh, a lot of public use more and more and more. But the, in essence, the shooting training is out there, but it's not being passed down from father to son the way we grew up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now more of a schooled affair not in the schools, but a school affair, whether it be through Safari Club or through National Wild Turkey Federation or through um, what used to be Quail Unlimited, which is not Quail Forever or Pheasants Forever. Uh, They hold special events and special training sessions for kids. And that's where a lot of the the youngsters are now getting their training. 
Well, the nice thing about a twenty two is very low. Low recall. Low, low recall. Noise. Not very startling mm-hmm. to a child when they pull the trigger. And uh, extremely accurate on average. And watching a a plastic Coke bottle blow up or an egg blow up, I mean, that just puts a smile on any kid's face. Mm-hmm. Well, the rifles that we grew up shooting with, most of them were either bolts or singles yeah. in a lot of most cases. Of bolt action, single shot. And then as things progressed, you started to see the pumps and the automatics. I remember when the Browning automatics got into vogue, the uh, Remington pumps and what have you uh, accelerated things. And now we've got 22s like mine, for example, that uh, they're so incredibly accurate and light to carry. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just absolutely perfect. We have for guns, the sport. guns today that are in semi-automatics that are just as accurate as our match-grade guns were 25 years ago. That's exactly right. I don't mind. It'll put bullet on bullet. I mean, mm-hmm. it shoots a whole lot better than I do. I'll just put it that <laughs> way. But uh, that evolution's been pretty interesting. What are some of the grades of rifles that uh, maybe you're keen on? Well, the, the standard that everything else is measured against when it comes to a twenty two semi-automatic is, is the Ruger. There's no question about it. The ten twenty two stands on top of all the heaps as being the most accessorized, um, adaptable uh, semi-automatic that's out there. Remington made a little stir with their five twenty two, but it, it's gone by the wayside mm-hmm. um, on the thing. The new Savage A22, I really like the gun. Uh, it's got a superb trigger mechanism on it. It's got a very, very smooth action, and it is a superbly accurate gun. Um, there's, there's, I can't think of a, a bad brand in general that's out there. Uh, basically, it's like most things, whether it be a pickup truck or a rifle, you look for features. Um, the economy price guns generally don't have good trigger mechanisms on them. They have, they have sloppy triggers. Uh, they function fine, but the trigger's always a thing. They have poor ejection qualities. Um, there, there's one of the older model Savages. Uh, my Lord, I mean, I, I must have repaired thousands of them over the years because they get out of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very accurate rifles, but keeping them functioning was always an issue. They, uh, the types that you accessorize, talk about that just for a minute. Um, well, barrels, stocks, triggers, uh, upgraded bolt systems, upgraded uh, action springs, structures. Uh, you name it, and you can put it on a on a twenty-two. Which is one thing that makes them so dang much fun. Because mm-hmm. you, the, the you big, can take about as far as you want. The, the big thing right now is, of course, is suppressing the guns. Quieting them down where they don't have any potential hearing damage. And it's much quieter in the woods, too. Yeah, we'll talk about that coming back from this break. Again, folks, numbers 571-8484 or one 800 
444-8484. This break is presented by Mossy Oak Properties, Hart Realty, all kinds of outdoor properties for sale. Be glad to list your outdoor property as well. Paul Thomas is a broker. Check them out, M-O-P-H-A-R-T, Realty.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um. And we're back on Jim Strader Outdoors. Got Master Gunsmith Gary Roman here in the studio. The numbers to talk to Gary tonight, 571-8484 or 1-800-444-8484. Gary, we were talking about uh, these twenty-two rifles and the uh, what can be done with them. <laughs> yeah, how you can accessorize them, and, uh, what have you. Um, let's talk about my little rifle, for example, because you built a lot of them, and and uh, I highly recommend them to somebody that wants to have yes, a sir. little slick little hunting gun for plinking or uh, shooting squirrels, what have you. It's just a uh, Super accurate, very light to carry little item. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just like most things on the market. You know, the Internet has been a big advantage to consumers because it gives them a lot of product information. Some of it's even true. <laughs> Some of it, however, is not on the thing. So, you know, your rifle basically is a 1022 action that's been ha- highly tuned. It's had a Valcortzen barrel put on it, which is a torsion barrel, which means that you have a small diameter barrel and a sleeve over the top of it. And that sleeve puts a forward pull on the barrel. Or you've got a barrel with a jam nut and a, and a tube. And when you, you tighten down the jam nut, it puts a torque on the barrel, pulling it forward. And that's what keeps it so rigid and so accurate. Um, For layman's terms, it makes a light barrel very light shoot as rigidly and accurately as a bull barrel, yes. a heavy steel bull barrel. Um, of course, your original gun was a fifty-two Winchester with a bull barrel on it, weighed about nine pounds. Boy, it's, it's a honey though. <laughs> it's a honey, but you, you wanted something a little lighter, if I remember right. Yes, sir, I sure did. <laughs> Uh, that, that comes with age and hunting capability, but the um, we put a a Hogue rubber stock on it, <clears throat> which has a very very good texture to it as far as a gr- maintain a grip on the gun or to keep it from sliding out of your hands when you get sweaty, um, and we highly tuned the trigger on it. And then we did a little balancing routines on, on tweaking it here, here and there. And uh, when you picked it up, it was at 25 yards. It would create um, about one bullet hole in diameter. Absolutely. Absolutely does. I mean, uh, as I said, it shoots better than I do. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is its capabilities are unbelievable. I mean, I don't 
hesitate to head shoot a squirrel 50 yards with that rifle. Nope. I mean, it's if you understand the trajectory of a 22, it's it's not hard to do. No, it's really not. And that type of discipline again is one of the things that carries over then when mm-hmm. you're shooting deer. Exactly. It's simple, you know. Are you shooting a long-range rifle competition? Yes. Um at 22 rifle we sh- we shoot the gun in at practical hunting conditions. Now, what we have to take into consideration is we're shooting at a squirrel up in a tree. But that's not the distance for the gun. If you dropped a, a plumb bob, a string with a weight, of that squirrel's tail, and it, where it hits the ground to you is the distance you're shooting. The angle doesn't come into play at all. So the average distance <clears throat> to the base of the tree from the hunter is about 20 yards. Mm-hmm. So that's been traditionally the, the range that you shoot a 22 in. If the squirrel is closer than that, the bullet's going to shoot low, lower, as much as a half an inch. Um, if it is at 50 yards and you make that shot, your gun's shooting higher, not lower. So you have to make that allowance, and it's about an inch and a half deviation. Well, a lot of that depends, of course, on the height of the scope on the barrel and some so other things. To some extent. Yes, yes. But that's your basic trajectory. Uh, a twenty-two standard high-velocity twenty-two load crosses the sight plane at two points, at 20 yards and at 80 yards. Everything between 20 and 80, the bullet's either inclining or declining. It maxes out as far as its maximum raise at, at about 60 yards. Mm-hmm. And it starts to drop again. And, you know, we school a lot of people on the ballistical capabilities of what they're shooting. I have guys that come in that want their 22 shot in at 100 yards. I said, fine. Do you realize that at 50 yards you're four inches high? Yeah, it's, it's a quite a... Drastic thing, really. Mm-hmm. Folks don't don't really realize that. Now, uh, you were starting to talk a little bit about suppressors for twenty twos. More and more factory rifles are being produced with threaded barrels. Um, it's hard to find a semi-automatic on today's market that's not available with a threaded barrel, uh, and the whole reason for it is that. We have seen an increase in the suppressor market. These are, these are silencers. Call them what everybody else calls them. In the last five to seven years, that is just absolutely unbelievable. I mean, they're gone from selling, uh, let's say, 100,000 suppressors a year to now selling 2 million suppressors a year. Uh, it's a huge market. Um, the public is finally accepting that, that we have a product here that's going to save your hearing. Uh, it's going to reduce recall on your weapon. Um, it's going to make uh, everything much more efficient in operation, whether it be an AR-class rifle or a Squirrel twenty two um, or a big game rifle. In Europe... Australia and Africa. Anytime you go into those con- countries and you you rent a gun, they're going to have a suppressor on them. 
I mean, uh, it doesn't hurt the guide's ears. Uh, it actually helps the accuracy of the weapon. But the United States has got the most strict suppressor regulations in the world. Um, you know, in in and, Europe. And a lot of folks don't realize exactly how that law works. And it's a, it's different than most people think. Well, just like most things involved with guns, there's a lot of misinformation. Uh, misinformation. Uh, public uh, misinformation in particular. Um, a suppressor is an accessory. All right. It is threaded or some of them pressing key lock onto a barrel, and it's there to reduce the harmful noise level of the barrel. It doesn't make them totally quiet. It's not like the stuff that you see on TV, um, but it does reduce the physical noise level. It takes the hurt out of shooting. Um, it is a tax stamp. When you buy a suppressor, <clears throat> all suppressors requ- are required to be as part of the uh, 1968 regulations are required to have, carry a tax stamp, um, the same as a full automatic rifle would carry. Only we can't make full automatic rifles anymore, but we can make suppressors. Um, <clears throat> anyone who can own a firearm can own a suppressor. You go through an elaborate federal background check because of this tax stamp regulation. And they issue you a little thing that looks like a postage stamp on a nicely embossed piece of paper. It has the serial number of the suppressor on it um, and says that you have the right to own it. It's a one-time fee. It's $200. Um, prices, as far as physically on the, the products, the suppressors themselves, have come down dramatically in the last five years. I mean, they're down to almost half price of what they were five years ago. Basic supply and demand economics. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's yeah. go to break here real quick. Coming back, I want to talk a little bit about 22 bullets and what a suppressed subsonic 22 can do okay. if someone wants to go that route. Numbers tonight, 571-8484, 1-800-444-8484. This break is presented by my friends at SMI Marine. Tim Addington and his staff will take great care of you. They've got all kind of boats for sale, some used boats, uh, deep V hull fishing boats that they've taken in trade. They've got a tremendous discounts on them. Go see them. They'll take great care of you. And remember, you never get soaked at SMI Marine. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We're back on Jim Strader Outdoors again. The numbers tonight, 571-8484, 1-800-444-8484. Uh, 
444-8484. Let's go to Wes. Wes, your first one up. Welcome aboard. Hi. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing fine. Uh, just a quick deal. I've been uh, driving home from a tournament as usually on Sunday evenings and was listening to your show. And you were talking about <clears throat> how uh, you first learn uh, when you're a kid, uh, maybe from your father or somebody, and it's kind of passed down from one generation to the next. And it made me re- remember that my father-in-law, who's passed away about 15 years ago, had a single-shot Ivor Johnson uh, bi- uh, arms and bicycle company, single-shot 22. Yes, sir. That he told me that when he was just a young kid, he uh, trapped and stuff and saved up $3 to buy that at a general store where they ordered it out of a catalog. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> he's passed it on to me. I'm Pat, I've got a son that's 37 that's passing on to him, and he's got a son that's eight, and it's going to go to him. That's a beautiful so it's thing. It's a good old rifle, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm sure that there's a lot of that happens, and it just kind of struck a nerve with me when you were talking about that, how that kind of goes down. And, and uh, on, a, on another note, Better get to Lake Monroe if you want to catch some bass. They're biting awful good up there right now. Are they really? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, give us the details. So, just for an answer, <laughs> just for uh, I fished up there Saturday in a tournament, and it took 24 pounds to win it then, and today it uh, took 25 pounds to win. Mm-hmm. Yesterday there were 33 limits weighed in, and it took over 15 pounds to even get a check. So, Gee I mean, whiz. they're biting. What what is what is nice fish weighed in? What is what is the bite and what is driving that train? Well, it's according to what part of the it's it's kind of according to what part of the lake you want to go to. If you want to go to what we call the fast side, there's a lot of fish on the on some of the breaks and the shallow breaks. Uh, There's some top water action in the mornings early. Uh, On the slow side, there's a variety of ways to catch them. Spinner bait and the buzz bait is working really good. We caught most of ours just flipping plastics into some shallow bushes and stuff. So uh, there's a variety of ways to go catch them, but we're, we're catching, we caught a lot of fish. It's just kind of a fun trip. Wes, do you think that this is because of the shortened daylight hours, the start of the fall feed, or do you think that uh, it's more the number of fish the lake's holding and, and uh, current well, conditions Well, you there? know, the lakes have been high so long, and now Monroe is, you know, the last time I fished there a month or so ago, it was about eight feet high. Now it's only about a foot high. And I think the fish have pulled back, you know, the water's back down, and it's not very many of the bushes in the water anymore and stuff, so they're relating to the stumps and the flats. And uh, Don't see big gobs of shad around, but see several shad flipping around and stuff, so I know they're feeding. Mm-hmm. Several of the ones we caught would puke up a little, you know, a shad or something. But uh, I was I was really surprised how shallow some of these fish were because the lake's dropping. But uh, if you could find a bush or a little stretch of bank that had any kind of chunk rock or log or something on it, there was fish there. I mean, at at one point yesterday at two o'clock, we had no keepers. Uh, we're fishing a six fish limit. At two forty, we were culling. 
and all we did was move to a location. Wind was blowing in on a little bit of a rough bank, and they were just biting this every time he pitches in there. I'll be darned. So um, it was fun, and a lot of guys catching limits and stuff, and everybody was talking about how good the fishing was. Good. You know, so, yeah. Well, that's, turned out really good. That's a great report, and I deeply appreciate that. Monroe, for folks that don't realize, it's not a very long drive from most of the listening no. area. I mean, it's. No, no. It's, it, it, they're really catching them good. Yeah. Good deal, Wes. Well, well, in Indiana, when we have somebody win a tournament with 24 pounds one day and the next day it takes 25 pounds, that, they're biting pretty good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't have Kentucky Lake and Cumberland and all that kind of stuff, you know. Our fish is a little bit harder to come by most of the time, but we I guess we just hit it right and everything went everything went good. Well, I, I really appreciate you passing that along, and I enjoyed hearing about that Ivor Johnson. That's uh... yeah, and what we what we shoot in that thing a lot of times when I did use it a few times for score hunting was a standard velocity short. Yep. What does Gary think about that for squirrel hunting? Oh, it's fine. The uh, the velocity on a high velocity shorts running just as high physical speed as a high velocity long rifle is because the bullet's lighter. Mm-hmm. So you go to a standard right. velocity and you can, and it's generally a more accurate load. Um, on the right, load. and it just sounds like it just goes poof when you shoot. You yeah. know, it doesn't really. Yeah. Doesn't, do much. Doesn't I, crack. You can shoot multiple squirrels out of a tree, and they don't even know you're shooting at them. We were discussing that just earlier while we were on break. <laughs> the um, when you, a bullet breaks the sound barrier, there is a crack that occurs that follows right. the bullet. And if you reduce your velocity below basically 1150 feet per second, then you eliminate the crack. Uh, whether it be standard velocity long rifles or standard velocity mm-hmm. shorts. Right. They are extremely well, I, efficient. Yeah. Well, two different times up on uh, up on the lake this weekend, uh, I could have got a limit out of hickory trees up there. I've never seen so many little gray squirrels in these two hickory trees. It just sounded like a rainstorm and all the nuts that were falling <laughs> there right along the lake. And the squirrels never even paid any attention to us sitting out there in a boat along the edge. And they were just everywhere in that tree, two mornings in a row. Yep. Yep, well, that mirrors all the reports I'm getting, Wes. Hey, enjoyed visiting with you, partner. Okay, you bet, man. Thanks, sir. Deeply appreciate the information. All right, folks, we got to go to break here. This break is presented by Mossy Oak Properties, Heart Realty, vacation homes, farms, and wildlife properties for sale. Paul Thomas is the broker. Be glad to assess your property if you'd like to list it or to show you all the inventory that you currently have. Check them out, M-O-P-H-A-R-T, Realty.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 